many days ago i was out with my brother and we met this man and we got into a conversation then talking and talking then we got to the point where i had to introduce myself as my brother did the same and after saying or calling out my name one of them was like you don't even know how to pronounce your name <laughs> because i made it clear they weren't um uh, so uh, how how do i put it they couldn't speak and grab english so well so we had to talk in the uh, native language which is yoruba and after saying my name I was like wow i don't even know how to pronounce my name i was like okay 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 so yes you are welcome to the gospel space and i am your host oluwa femi Father in heaven, bless us with your Holy Spirit and give us an understanding of your word. As we know it is your desire, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You are welcome, my friend, to today's episode of the podcast. And in today's episode, we would continue where we live in the book of Leviticus chapter 20. It's really, it's been a while. It's been a while and... A couple of days have passed since we studied, or since we were on the study of Leviticus chapter 20. But today, by God's grace, as God has opened the door, we would wrap and finish it up before we proceed to the next chapter, which is chapter 21. We, we ended that episode on the verse, the verse that talks about sanctifying yourself and that is verse 7 of leviticus chapter 20 leviticus chapter 20 verse 7 says sanctify yourselves therefore and be ye holy for i am the lord your god sanctify yourselves how how shall we be sanctified we shall be sanctified by the word by the word alone shall we be sanctified and not only by hearing the word but by doing the word. So two things, hearing and doing the word. That is how we shall be sanctified. And in, in the episode, we, we talked on a point that I'd like to speak on again. To be holy is to have the same desire God has. The things he loves, we love it. And the things he hates, we hate it everything no 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 picking on which would love and which would hate but being exactly as god is and we have touched in previous episodes i can't remember which one but i'd like to say it again god has not commanded us to do anything he hasn't provided the power to do he has provided the power to do the question is are you going to accept it am i going to accept it has given the command over and over again be ye holy be ye perfect and these days you hear people say oh nobody is perfect we are all humans but today you would have to choose who would you believe god or man god that says be ye perfect be ye holy be as i am or would you choose man 
and contradict that which God has said that, oh, God, no, I, I can't be perfect. Who would be your master? God or man? On whose side would you stand? So we go on to verse 8 and touch on other verses and pleading continually in our hearts that God will give us an understanding and even more light of his words. And verse 8 says, And ye shall keep my statutes and do them. I am the Lord which sanctifies you. So two things. After hearing, then doing, then God does this sanctification. After hearing, then doing, then God does the sanctification. Really, all of these instructions God is giving us, they are simple. They are simple, so clear. I, it's, it's, I thank God that the gospel that would save us, the gospel, the gospel, excuse me, the gospel that would point us to the direction of truth, they are simple. There is no need to go to one master of theology to get an understanding of God's word. When we can plead for the Holy Spirit. And after hearing, we then do. Then God, our faithful God, who doesn't fail, will do his part of sanctifying. So he says, For everyone that cursed his father or mother shall be surely put to death. He hath cursed his father or his mother. His blood shall be upon his head. Then, um, the next verses they talk about adultery and the abominations of man getting married or sorry not getting yes getting married because that craziness is happening today man having sexual relationships with man women having sexual relationships with women man and woman having sexual relationships with beasts we've, we've covered all of this in previous episodes and we have seen, God has said with his own lip, these things are abominations. They are abominations. But before we skip just all of this at the same time, let us take verse 10. And we would pull out some lessons from verse 10. And we would see how what God has said in the beginning can be applicable to verse 10. It says, God is saying, still speaking through Moses to the children of Israel, that is you and me. It says, and the man that committed adultery with another man's wife, even he that committed adultery with his neighbor's wife, the adulterer and the adulteress shall surely be put to death. Then it goes on. It says, and the man that hath that lied with his father's wife hath uncovered his father's nakedness let's take that again we'll take it slowly this time and we must pay attention to the words first to catch it god said and the man that is a separate being that lied with the wife uh, sorry with his father's wife hath uncovered his father's nakedness who did he lie with the father's wife but here we hear god say he has covered his father's nakedness both of them, that is the adulterer and the adulteress, shall be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. 
Now, in the creation story, when God um, put this institute in place, that is the marriage institute, where there is the coming of the, 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 the man and the woman, not man and man, nor woman and woman, but man and woman. It says, they shall become, excuse me, they shall become one flesh. When marriage is engaged or when and two parties come into that institution of coming together to be one, then they become one. So that is why God is now saying, if I have an, inter an intercourse with my father's wife, I have covered my father's nakedness. Why? Because my father and my mother have become one when they've decided to come together as married couples. This, this, these things are deep. They are deep. And one lesson I know we can just quickly pull out from this um, one verse, that is verse 12, is what has been said in the past, we cannot afford to throw it away. No. Everything God says is important. Hence, we... we we said okay in, 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 in our study on, on discovering how sorry discovering what truth is we would have a note and in our note to take all of these points so that when we come across verses that might perplex us we then go back what was said in the past what was said before what was said in the beginning how and how were things organized it is very essential and again, my, my heart goes now in pity for those who think the Old Testament is old and now we, we are in the New Testament, we are in the New Covenant, you see. It's, 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 it's such a weak foundation. In fact, it's, it's no foundation. Throwing away the old and saying, oh, we, we only accept the new. So many lights, so many truths will be thrown away that way. So the, the Bible, God's words, must be accepted as a whole because everything teaches the same thing. There is nothing new. There is nothing new. I remember in our study of the book of Genesis where we, we studied Genesis chapter 3 verse 15 where it says, God said he will put enmity between the man, sorry, the woman and the serpent. And we saw that that is grace. So for the ones that say, oh, we're in the time of grace now, not in the time of the law, it's such a lie. From the time man fell, he was in the time of grace. And that is found in Genesis chapter 3 verse 15. Grace. We must have notes. We must continue to write. We must continue to write. So we go to verse 22. Verse 22, as I said, from verse 12 to 21, talks about all those abominations. So verse 22 says, Ye and ye shall therefore keep all my statutes and all my judgments and do them, that the land whither I bring you to dwell therein 
spew you not out. For the children of Israel, they were both going to a physical land that is Canaan and even a spiritual land which is heaven. And for us, for you my dear friend, we are on a journey to the gate of heaven. And here God is saying to me and he's saying to you that in order for us to gain entrance into that city, entrance into that heavenly gate, entrance into his abode, we have to keep all, all of his statutes, all of his judgments, everything he says. There is no handpicking. If we will be there, if we desire to be there, then we must desire, we must love. We must thirst to be as he is. Because the only people that will be in heaven are those that love and, 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 and desire to do the heavenly policy. And when Jesus comes, the desire doesn't just fall into us. We must have that desire now. There is this syndrome happening, excuse me, there is this syndrome happening here in Nigeria and the, the, we call it the Jackba syndrome. It is J-A-P-E. I don't know, it might be difficult for you to pronounce. But the Jackba syndrome. The Jackba syndrome is a lot of Nigerians, or the ones that are privileged to, running out of the country to greener pastures, in quote, or to a better place, in quote, going overseas. Now, for a lot of the ones, for the few that I know that we are friends, before they leave, they start preparing for the destination. What do I mean? If one is leaving here to, uh, let's say, the United States, that has a cooler, way, way, way cooler weather than we have here in Nigeria, from here, they start to prepare the thickness of the clothing material. They start to search for the ones that want to go to school. They start to search for schools here in Nigeria before going there. And it's the same thing, the same thing for God's kingdom. For those who will be there, they must be they, they must be verified. Their visas must be well put together or however the grammar is. Everything must be in check. Every single thing. And it's the same thing with God. Nothing different. Let no one deceive you that when Jesus comes, it's coming to take everybody. No. It's coming to take those who he, by himself, has sanctified. And the ones he has sanctified are those that have heard the word and do them. Ye shall therefore keep all. All. My statutes, my judgment, and my commandments. It goes on to say something in verse 23. It says, And ye shall not walk in the manners of the nations, which I cast out before you. For they committed all these things, and therefore I 
abhorred them. Some angels, Lucifer and Co, were formerly in heaven. And they were cast out for one reason. Sin. And now God is saying, if you then repeat what the people that I'm casting out of this land, if you repeat what they do, then you also will be cast out. Sin is not going to get into heaven again, my friend. It will not. So now is the best time to plead to God to reveal to us areas in which we are falling short. That we cling to him for help. Oh, my dear friend, he is willing to help you. He's willing to help me. And that he would love all that he loves. And be holy as he is holy. May the Lord help us. Do have a wonderful day, my friend. God bless you.